Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Isla Flood. I'm a lecturer in an FE college. I'm a coordinator and a teaching and learning coach. I teach ESOL. I'm interested in educational technology and all things teaching and learning. And this podcast is really an adventure in all of those things and just a recording of my reflections an experiment. So let's see how I go. Well, hello there. Uh, It's February. It's February, guys. January is officially over. There have been lots of social media memes and comments haven't there that January has been like the longest month of the year and I'm pleased to announce that today is February the 1st and we are actually moving through the year it's happening time is passing (laughs) so hello everyone um I'm gonna navigate to my notes because I made some notes to talk about and now I've forgotten what they are um So I skipped a week, didn't I? Oh, gosh, I kept egging myself on to do it, to do it, to do it. But uh, I think I said my last podcast was I was in treacle. Last week, I announced to my friends and colleagues that the treacle had turned to quick setting concrete. And as a result, no podcast was made. Um but I did make it through the week. I just kept plodding on, but it was a tough, tough one. Um, No, like, rhyme or reason, no particular events, just, I don't know, I want to say it feels like never-ending, but it's not that. I'm not wholly unhappy with working from home (laughs) you know there are lots of benefits to it It, and I I like teaching online um but I just don't know my mood has been low for a good few days and last week was slow going and where are we now um February thank god but yeah um also if we're reflecting on moods, (laughs) Uh, I've been so irritable for the last two or three days. I've literally wanted to kill people. Uh, I take that back. I haven't really wanted to kill people, but I have been really get things have got my goat. They really have. Um, And I was looking up as I do all possible symptoms on the internet. Uh, And I'm recognising that Irritability is really a sign of, it's a symptom of anxiety and depression. And perhaps that, you know, that is, you know, really what I'm what I'm going through in some ways. Um, and I'm just sharing this because you might feel like this too. You might feel low, you might feel irritable, um, or you might feel other things, but like it's okay. Sorry, I can't do it without being sarcastic. But I think it's important that we recognise how we are feeling. And um, even if we just look at it, we just look at how we're feeling and then move on. Um, But it's important rather than just trying to 
package it all away, tuck it under the covers. Um, I think it's tough for everyone, no matter what your situation is at the moment. So we are in, still in term two. We're on week five now, I think. I can see half term is a coming. It's nearly here. I do this week. I do next week. We've got a week's holiday or kind of a week, depending on how much I take. But I'm looking forward to that. Um, so uh, despite my uh, protests and well I don't know how I describe it but yeah I clearly don't didn't want to be doing learning walks I clearly tried to um campaign a little bit against them within the institution that I work in but they've been going ahead and I'm part of the learning walk team so I've been doing some over the last couple of weeks and actually it's been great for me um very selfishly um because I've been doing the area I work in, ESOL, which is fantastic. And I'm just like super impressed with what all the teachers in our department are doing and trying. Um, the first one I did, I got to participate, which I don't know whether it's against the rules, but I'm not telling anyone apart from you guys listening. Uh, but I participated because the teacher asked me to because she was doing an activity on indirect and direct questions. And they'd all prepped questions for me and the teacher. And it was so good. They're a level one group, adults. And they asked like the hardest questions and the best questions about lockdown and pe- our beliefs and values and why we were into te- why we wanted to be teachers and it was so great to like just talk about it and engage with them and it was great like I came out going oh this is great it was great fun and the teacher said it was great fun and the learners said oh it was so good so much so the teacher got them all to write emails as a follow-up and she sent me one of them and one of the learners was like gushing really about how she thought it was just such a valuable experience that they got to speak to um native speakers but also that they were able to practice in a really real way and that that she'd love to do lots more of that it was really useful having visitors to the class and finding out about us and us finding out about them and that she thought that was the best way to learn English in in terms of dialogue and conversation you know in real real situations so that was really great so I had got that email today and I was looking through it and I was like oh this is lovely we have to pick some quotes out for the for the for marketing but (laughs) it was really good so that was a really positive start to learning walks and it's been great going to see the team I work with um and I think it means it's good because we have a great a great relationship and um I've seen another one and I've seen some great stuff and it's just just lovely so that's been nice and it hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be because I mean I personally still get anxious about people coming and um although I love to reflect and get feedback and things it's just it makes me a bit anxious and I don't want to put that on other people particularly not now I you know maybe in another you know in another situation I wouldn't feel so 
bad about it. But right now, right now in the middle of this global pandemic, and I don't want to sound like I'm overselling it, but you know, we're what we're in lockdown three. And actually, this seems worse than ever. I mean, okay, yes, we did do it once already, but doesn't mean we're pros at lockdowns. You know, I don't think you become a pro at getting through a pandemic. And, you know, you just, you just do, you just cope. So that's me on my little soapbox. But yeah, I just think that people could do without another thing at the moment. And it's not the right time. And I'm, and if they say they're going to do it again for another term, then again, I'm going to say we should be changing our approach. And I talked about this previously, but I do think that we should be going in and supporting people and that we should be developing peer observation models. Um, and that could be done if we weren't doing this, but it shouldn't be on top of this. Nothing should be on top of anything at the moment we should be encouraging people to be free to try their best to experiment and to get on with things because if they feel like they're being checked on then they're not going to be able to be free to experiment and you know like it takes a bit of confidence to try something new in a lesson that you might be walked in on so you tend to go for something tried and tested and well, you know, oh, well, I, I feel like I go on and on and on about this. I don't know whether I go on and on and on about this in the podcast, but uh, I'm going to stop talking about learning walks now and have another look at my little notes and see. So, yes, my next topic was because after <laughs> um, saying in every meeting I go to about coaching and uh, support, um, saying we should be doing something on quality and p- planning for every staff development day and me saying we really need to be doing something about staff well-being and well-being and we must do something about well-being um, and it being sort of pushed to the side, pushed to the side, pushed to the side. Someone else does that. Someone else does that. That's not in our remit. That's what I'm sort of told or is is pushed back my way. Um, finally... I said it one more time. I mean, it's a good job that I don't get weary of these things. I just keep going. <laughs> I do get weary. I get really weary. I feel like I'm constantly pushing ideas and ideas and they just get ignored. And then finally, two years later, I might have a little breakthrough. But I'm going to persevere. Anyway, so yeah, well-being. So just piped up, just on the off chance to say it'd be great if we could do a session on well-being. And finally, it was like, yeah, okay. I'm like, yay. And then I realised we've got like half an hour. Um, So it's great because we're doing loads of lovely little bite-sized sort of training sessions for staff. And um, there's some really great content in all of them. Um, But the one that I've picked to do with a colleague is about well-being. And we were like super excited about this because we're like, yes, yes, we've got it on the agenda. We're going to do this. And then we're like, whoa, we've got half an hour. And how the bleep can we fit like everything we want to say and do and explore like properly within half an hour? We just can't because... This is such a, such a big, 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 huge topic. Um, 
but you know we've got a little bit of time so we're gonna have a good go um we've got some lovely resources to share some ideas that we can do with that you can do in your lessons and that um students can do but will benefit teachers as well um I just conscious that I just we just can't do it justice. I'm lucky to be working with like a sports lecturer who's like you know polar opposite of me, but like he's got all the f- physical fitness tips about. I mean, the last few meetings I've been attending, you know, when people ask how are you, everyone is just complaining about shoulder pain, backache, headaches from too much screen time, and. It just feels like it's not properly being addressed. Um, So luckily, my colleague is going to do a little bit on some of those things to reduce, you know, your your strains um, when sitting at the desk, you know, things that you can do. But also, we're going to share some stuff we've picked up. I've got some gorgeous, like, things that I've started doing in my group just in the last two weeks, really. And I'm not saying they're a panacea for everything, you know, all all your... um, woes and um I don't know what's the word but you know difficulties but they're just some nice little ideas and I think I was talking about it last time is I was just like in my head I'm convinced that my group of 16 to 18 year old ESOL students are all going to be like what no way miss we're not doing yoga or we're not doing breathing while watching a a video uh, uh but they were dead up for it and as I say this I'm conscious I don't want people thinking that I'm thinking this is the plaster that cures all ills just do a bit of yoga every day and you will feel fine you know that is not what I'm saying but little things all these little things that we can build in with lots and lots of other stuff and exploration of it is um you know can be useful so I'm excited about that but also like nervous because we're gonna have to stick a big like red and black tape all over it saying disclaimer you know we can't cure all ills within half an hour session but bear with us we are you know this may be the tip of the iceberg but we are going to make a start on this so but my uh, in my notes I had uh is this is this enough well our session certainly isn't but bigger bigger question is what what are fe places doing at the moment to support and ensure staff and student well-being like i know we've got uh like a care package so there's a company that you can go to you can get counseling you can get advice on money matters and health um and to be fair, it is a, you know, a great service, counselling, online counselling. You can do like little type messages. You can call them up if you're like seriously, you know, like you have a um, a more persistent issue. You can, once you've called up, you might get face-to-face counselling. So it's definitely a great uh, safety net to have in place. But I wonder what are we doing proactively as organisations to support people's well-being at this time because it just feels to me like it's not high enough up on the agenda. Um, It only seems to be like through asides um, with people, like really checking in and saying, oh, how are you? But really, how are you? That we're really finding out that 
well, no one's that great, you know. I don't think anyone is really thriving in this situation. So what are we doing? Um, but that's not like... I don't know, because I'm thinking, what would I expect? What What is the solution to this? But I just think it should be like, uh, I don't know. I know that it's like number one on our team meeting, but that's because I put the agenda together for ours. But like wider, what's happening in the senior leaders meetings and the middle managers meetings and what's being communicated out to the staff body as a whole... I'm not sure. So I'm dead interested to hear what people are doing in other colleges um, to support student and staff wellbeing. So again, I'm asking you to feedback. Like, if you have the Anchor app, you can send me a voice note. I can then add it onto the podcast. Or you can just send me a tweet um, and let me know, because I'd love to know. And, oh, wow, I feel like I've probably been talking a bit longer than usual. And the other thing on my list is the future of colleges and educations. Wow, Isla, I was thinking big as I was writing these notes. What was I thinking? And how can we support that? And I'm just thinking a little bit about how we come out of this pandemic and what's going to happen next. And I think during lockdown one, it was all... Our, our, a friend of mine, Jen Thetford K, made this... Coined this phrase, go back away. And we were all really scared for September where people would basically go back to, uh, you know, usual. And, yeah, I think it happened in a lot of ways. Although we couldn't fully, um, there was a lot of people just wanting to go back to how it was. But things have changed and things have changed even more now. So what is next? College and education can't continue to be like it once was. We have got to adapt for good now. We've got to, you know, address our processes and change them, make them better, more resilient to this changing picture of a world, really. Oh, that seems like a big topic and I'm not going to broach it fully now, but it is what I'm starting to think about a bit. And what is the future? So I'm going to leave you with my ponderings. I feel like I've gone all a bit grandiose all of a sudden. Um, I'm going to check the time. I hate going over... Oh, I've gone over 15 minutes. I'm on 17.58, so I really hope you're not snoozing. And that if you do like this, then please share it. Please let people know. Please let me know. Tweet me. um, Message me. Um, That'd be fab. And... My messages keep going. My motto is like just one foot in front of the other. And it is hard and it feels hard, but we can do it. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.